you say you know something it precludes all doubt in other words anyone in the future that's going to doubt what you say you know you're saying it, it it's irrelevant if you're trying to disprove me it's irrelevant i know it was the blood of jesus christ that saved me it was his blood that was for my healing it was his blood that was for me i know he died on the cross he wasn't thinking about somebody else though maybe he had someone else on his mind too but i know i was on his mind Amen. Amen. It's good to be here. Welcome again. And, and uh, I really appreciate each one of you. And you can have your seats for a minute. We're going to invite Brother Max. Uh, he's going to come and, and minister tonight. And Lord willing, we'll just be a little bit uh, shorter. But uh, um, we'll see as the Lord laid, lays it on his heart as to how lengthy, lengthily, if that's a word, he speaks. But... Uh, I really just want to take a minute and say thank you. This is the first time since Sunday night I've been able to speak to all the young people that are currently here. Um, thank you to all of you that had a part in the play. And to those of you that didn't maybe act, you were in the back. If you weren't in the back, you were up there in the sound booth or doing lighting. If you weren't doing that, I believe you were praying. And some of you had a, had a big role. I was even thinking of... With a Christian, I'm watching you out there and with the, with the steamer and, and steaming the, the last few tablecloths. Every one of us had a little part to play and a little something that you thought on your mind. And maybe you say, well, I didn't you know, get on my knees and pray a big lengthy prayer. But the fact that you thought about it and thought, Lord, what about that play? Would you help that? God bless you even for that. And Every little part counts. And I, I really i am just impressed beyond... Uh, really what I can say with you and God bless you each one that that acted the actors the behind the scenes I thought and I'll just maybe I'll say a few more words that I thought I would have to text sister Joanna in the back you'll play music play more music there's dead spots in the play there's dead spots and the people that were in the props, you guys were just quick. There was no long scene changes. It was just fast. God bless you, Brother Stephen, and each one, Sister Bethia, and others that were involved in that. I know I, I'm, I'm going to get mixed up if I start naming everybody's name and who did what, so I'm not going to even try that. But it was quick. It was fast. And it was very much everyone that I talked to as I dismissed them even out of the way, so many people shook my hand and said, that was amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much. You guys did a wonderful job. Tell the young people you did wonderful. Even Brother um, David Samuels texted Brother Ed and said, your young people did a phenomenal job. They impressed him as well. And he wanted to share that with you and with Brother Ed. And, and uh, what you put into that, the singers that sang, the musicians. and You guys are wonderful. Why don't you give yourself a round of applause? Break the silence here. So the next play we're going to start. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
That was just for you. But uh, Lord willing, on, on uh, June the 2nd, so the next Young Peoples after this, we're going to do Young Peoples um, on May. It's the Friday of the long weekend. I think it's the 19th, but it's on the schedule if you don't know it. It will be at the Blanchard's house, and they've, they've opened their home to us to come and have a bonfire. I think we said 6 p.m. Does that sound right? And so they said if you come early enough, they'll even give some hay rides maybe or something like that. So if, if you're interested in seeing the farm and getting out and having a good time, my wife said she might text Sister Blanchard and, and ask if she could come with the three kids. It sounded exciting to her. But uh, have a bonfire, some food will be fed to you, and um, we'll have maybe more of worship and singing and, and going on as well too. So if you have an instrument that is capable of, of being moved, in other words, not a piano, then you're welcome to bring it. And uh, we'll have a little jam session there and be able to enjoy some, some time together. I won't be there. I'll be in Ethiopia, Lord willing, so I, I'll be missing it, unfortunately. But then after that, the next Young People will be June 2nd. Um, you know of that of the schedule, but June 2nd, we'll kind of do more of an appreciation. Everyone will be here. Uh, that was involved in the play and will uh, be able to take you all out for a bite to eat after Young Peoples and have a bit of a special Young Peoples as well for, for everyone that's here, here at the church. Um, and then the weekend after that is, is graduation, which is you know, always a wonderful weekend. Are you ready for the word tonight, though? Did you come to hear the Lord? Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet one more time. Why don't we invite Brother Max to come? We'll sing one song, a little slower one again. All I want to see is Jesus. Oh, I know the time is near when everything I hold dear must lay before the holy consuming fire. Oh, I know the time is near when everything that I hold dear will lay before the holy consuming fire all my works and all my deeds and every prayer spent on my knees will lay before the holy consuming fire all I want to see Touch a lane, will lay before the holy, consuming fire. All I want to see is Jesus. All I want to see is Him in me. 
say thank you for this evening Lord God truly Father we've gathered together Lord and all we want to see tonight Lord is you O God Father truly we've seen you in the song service O Lord God and Father we're longing to see you once again in the preaching of the word O God but Father you be the one Lord to speak O Lord you know every heart here this evening O God you know every heart that may be streaming, Lord. You know every heart, oh Lord God, and every burden, Lord, every struggle. Lord, we just pray, Lord, this evening that you be personal to every heart, Lord. And you minister, Lord, Father, directly to every need, oh God, Lord. Lord, if you need to take us off one note, so Lord, may you do so, oh God, Lord. We just want to give you the liberty this evening, Lord God, for you to speak, oh Lord God. For you, oh Lord God, to touch hearts, oh Lord. For you, oh Lord, to glorify your name, oh God. But we just surrender ourselves to you. We want to give the service into your hands, Lord. Take it, O Lord God. We know that you are here because you promised that you will be, O Lord. Wherever two or three are gathered in your name, O Lord, we gather in no other name this evening, Lord. But, but in your name, the name that has power, the name that has deliverance, O God. The name that has healing, O Lord God. The name that has restoration, O Lord God. And that's the name that we've gathered in this evening, Lord. And we're longing to see you, O Lord God, in the service, Lord. The move in a special way, to move in a supernatural way, Lord God. We don't want to limit you, Lord. Have your way, you God, Lord. We come it all into your hands and ask it all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 God bless you. It's good to see you all here. Amen. Come and eat. Amen. Amen. Thank you, musicians, Brother Mark. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. As Brother Andrew was saying, really wonderful work to you all. Man, on the play, really. God bless you. I won't add any further more words, but truly God bless you all for your labors. Amen. Amen. Maybe we can take a Bible this evening and open the book of Acts. Amen. Acts chapter 2. We'll read from verse 1 to verse 4. Amen. We sure appreciate the word on Wednesday. Amen. Now we enjoy that on Wednesday. Amen. Amen. There's a potential in every soul and every heart. Amen. Amen. And bless you, but Andrew, for Sunday morning. Amen. I want to find favor with God. 
I want to find favour with God, amen, and we desire that even this evening. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 4 says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sign from heaven, as of a rush and mighty wind, and it filled all the haze where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. But the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the word. You may have your seat. Amen. Amen. As Brother Andrew was saying, we, we, we aim not to be long this evening. Probably we won't even, if we won't even be the message of the hour, Lord willing. <laughs> Amen. But we'll see how the Lord leads. Amen. I want to speak on let me be the revival. Amen. Let me be the revival. Amen. Not let me be a revival, but let me be the revival. Amen. You see, a revival comes and goes. A revival is, you know, is something that can happen and people can gather together and, you know, be excited and people can be together and, and have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. And truly the Lord will move in those meetings in a special way, in a supernatural way. But, but you see, it's a revival that will happen and the people will leave the place and go and eventually they'll fall back in, in the old ways and they'll, they'll go back to the old things they do and the old struggles. They'll go and just fall back again. You see, that is just a revival. It's something that happens in a moment and something that happened for a, for a season but the revival is something that brings a change in a man's life amen the revival is something that transforms you it's something that stays amen it's not something that happens temporarily for some certain period of time but it's something that actually anchors you and grounds you in the word of the Lord that changes your life that turns you in the ways and the path of the Lord and what the Lord wants you to do and what he has purpose for you in your life amen and that is what we want to look at this evening let me be the revival, not a revival, not something temporarily, but something everlasting, something that is not only going to be here, but something that will take me from here into the other side, or into the other realm, into eternity. Amen. I believe that this evening as we're sitting here, if the voice of the Lord was to echo through this building, and, and the Lord was to ask the question, is there anybody here? Is there any young person that I could get a hold of? Amen. That I could use, that I could send maybe down a certain street, because there is a predestinated seat that is sitting on that street or is laying on that street that needs to be spoken, that need, that need you know, someone to talk to them about the word of God. I believe that every young man here will raise your hand and say, Lord I would like to go. I would like to be the one to go down that street and meet that person amen and tell them about the Lord and share the gospel to them, amen. If that same voice was to walk through this building again and say, is there any young person here that could go down to the certain brother or the certain sister that has a broken heart or, or is going through a struggle or going through a battle in his life and I need a young person to go out and be an encouragement to them I believe that each and every one of a young person will raise your hand and say Lord let me be the one that can go there and be an encouragement to them to amend your broken hearted amen if that same voice was to go again in this building and say I need a young person in this last age that I can anoint with the power of the Holy Ghost that I can make them an overcomer amen that can fill them so much with the Holy Ghost that they will be one with me that your words will be 
my words, that your thoughts will be my thoughts. I believe that every young person in here will raise their hand and say, Lord, let me be the one. Let me be the one that is so close to you. Let me be the one that is so anointed, so filled with the Spirit of God, that nothing is able to separate me between you and me. But we are back into what we used to be back in the Garden of Eden, where Adam was so in contact with God that he, whatever he said was exactly what God taught. Amen. I believe that every young person will raise your hand and say, Lord, I want to be that kind of a believer. Do you know who I am? It's because there is a predestinated seed that is on the inside of you. There is a nature of God that is on the inside of you. There is an attribute of God that is on the inside of you. That is why it is crying out and responding to the word of God. Desiring a closer walk. Desiring to be an overcomer. Desiring to serve God in the purpose by which you have been called. Amen. And you see, this predestinated seed is not something that we earned. It's not something that we bought, amen. It's not something that, you know, we did something to receive it. But it's the grace of God that elected us and has placed a seed on the inside of us and has placed it on this age, amen. So it's not that we've done, but you see, there comes a season that the seed must come to maturity. Amen. There comes a season that the seed must come to maturity. Amen. Brother Branham was speaking to say that the seed for it to come to maturity must lay in the presence of the Lord. Amen. It must lay in there for all the greenness to be baked out of it. Amen. If it'll be okay this evening, we might just be quoting quotes, but really we might not be reading all of them. We just might be quoting them as we go. If that's okay this evening. Amen. But you see, Brother Branham will say that. Now you know we need to lay in the presence of the Lord um, for that seed to be ripened. But I want you to notice something. There is an enemy. Amen. There is an enemy that is after that seed. Amen. There is an enemy that is trying to stop that seed from coming to maturity. Amen. There is an enemy that is trying to stop the fruits that are in that seed to express itself. I believe that every young person that is in this building this evening has a desire on the inside of them to say, Lord, I want more of you. Lord, I don't want to just be where I'm at, but I want to move on with you. I thank you for where you're brought me. I thank you for all you've done in my life. But Lord, I just want a little more. I know there is more for me. I know there is a potential that is on the inside of me. And I want to lay in the presence of the Lord until I can see you completely taking a hold of my life and use me to your own glory. I believe that's the cry of every young person in here. Do you know why? It's because of the seed that is inside of you. It's because of the nature of God that is on the inside of you. God wanting to express himself. That is what he wanted to do at the beginning. That is why he allowed sin to happen in the garden of Eden. So he could express himself. And that is why you are here to see him. Because he wants to express himself through you. Amen. He wants that seed to be quickened to lie in the presence of the Lord. Amen. To bring forth its fruits in a season. But there is an enemy that is trying all he can to stop that seed and to try to shackle that seed with different types of things, with condemnation. Try to shackle it down with fear. Try to shackle it down with, with guilt and different things in our lives. Try to push us back and try to hold us back from allowing God, from allowing that seed to fully come to maturity. Amen. But I want you to know one thing, no matter what the enemy does, he won't be able to stop that seed. 
Amen. He won't be able to stop the seed because God has purpose that in this last age, that seed will come to maturity. Amen. This is the season. This is the hour. This is the age that that seed will come to maturity. No matter what the enemy does, that seed will come to maturity. Amen. You see, it was one time was the rod. It was the rod of Aaron, amen. You see, that rod of Aaron was the rod that had a seed on the inside of it. Amen. You see, what Brother Brown, I think we'll talk about it being an almond, almond rod, if I'm not mistaken, amen. And, and you see, that rod was as dead as it could be, amen. That rod was laying in a place where it's completely dead and there was no fruit on it, amen. But it came a time that they picked up that rod and they brought that rod in the presence of the Lord. And when that rod came in the presence of the Lord, no matter how dead that rod is, the moment that Shekinah glory started to shine upon that rod, it started to bring forth its fruits. Nothing could stop that rod. See, the seed was already in him. And I want you to know that the seed is already in you. But what is needed now is for us to get into that presence. It's for us to get into that place where he can brood over us. Where the Shekinah glory can bring forth the fruit that is on the inside of you. As you heard on Wednesday, there is a potential on the inside of you but what is going to bring that potential it is the presence of the Lord that will bring that potential it is a surrendered heart and a dedication to God that will bring that potential amen and that potential is nothing but a revival in your soul, amen. Dear revival, amen. Brother Brandon will talk about a revival and he will say expectation 1961 said now a minister cannot bring a revival Hey man, no matter how I can run around this platform, I cannot bring it away. But hey man, is that there's no preacher can bring a revival? Is that he doesn't pack it with him, and the only thing he can do is just be loyal to God and His Word, and the revival has to come by the people. Hey man. Is that the revival has to come by the people in your home, in your life. Now, a revival isn't adding new members to the church. It's reviving, it, it, no, a revival not adding new members to the church. It's reviving what, it's reviving that what we've already got. Amen. Is that a revival? It's reviving that what we've already got. Amen. And, and as we speak in this evening, what is it that we've already got? We've already got the predestinated seed on the inside of us. Amen. And a revival is to revive that which you've already got. Amen. And that seed of God that is on the inside of you is crying out for a revival. Amen. In other words, it's crying out to express itself. Amen. Because it's already on the inside of you and it's crying out. You see, we've had a growth in our lives and, and things have happened in our lives. But you see, we're living in a season where, as we said, the God um, is wanting to bring the seed to maturity. Amen. And the seed is crying out, amen. There's a cry on the inside of you. There's a cry on the inside of me to say, God, bring me to that place, amen. Bring me to that purpose, amen. Bring me to that maturity. Bring me to that potential that is on the inside of me, amen. 
And we are living in that season. See, there was a woman in the Bible by the name of Mary. See, Mary was predestinated. She was predestinated to bring forth the word in her age. Amen. She was already chosen of God. But you see, when Mary, when the season was drawing nigh for that prophecy to come to pass, you see, Mary would go to the temple, and, and it happened so that on that day, the priest took this took the scroll and started reading about what Isaiah had written and wrote about a virgin will conceive. Amen. And you see, when Mary had that word, it started to stare something on the inside of her. And when that something started to stare on the inside of her, see, Mary didn't go home and just forget about it. But you see, Mary went home and she started to meditate upon it. Amen. Mary started to talk about it. Amen. Mary and Joseph will have devotion on the evening. And they started to talk about it because Mary was feeling there is something that is drawing me. There is something that is pulling me. Let me say this to you this evening when you sit in a service and God starts to speak to you and something starts to draw you something starts to pull you don't you live it amen it is God drawing you it is God bringing you to a purpose because Mary never left him Mary held on him she held on him she held on it until the moment that she met the angel that fulfilled the very thing that was pressing on in her heart amen you see, for God will make you to fulfill your purpose, he will make sure that there is a deep on the inside of you that is calling to the deep of his desire on the, on the, on the other side. Amen. But now we have to respond by staying there and meditating upon him and saying, Lord, I don't know why this has been on my heart, but whatever it is, I want it to be fulfilled. I want it to be accomplished in my life. Amen. That is what Mary did. Amen. If there's a cry in your heart, amen. If there's a deep that is pulling you, if there's a cry in your heart, then there has to be an answer. Amen. If the seed is crying out for something, then there had to be an answer. There has to be a satisfaction to it. Amen. There has to be a remedy. Amen. If there's something that's calling on the inside of you, if there was a deep in Mary, calling to be, you know, the mother of the of the of Christ that was supposed to come, then there had to be somehow a Holy Ghost that was going to overshadow her. There had to be somehow, you know, a womb to be to be ready to receive what you know was spoken to her by the angel. Amen. There had to be a faith in them to receive that word. God had already prepared them to receive what God had already ordained for her in her life. Amen. But now what is the remedy? Amen. What is the remedy? What is the answer to the, to the thirst that is on the inside of you? The answer is that we need to change our diet. Are you with me this evening? The answer is that we need to change our diet, amen. We need to change the atmosphere around us, amen. Because every seed can only come forward when it's in the right atmosphere, amen. Only when it's feeding or you're giving it the right nutrient, that is the only thing that will bring that seed to maturity. It will bring that seed to bring forth everything that is on the inside of it. Amen. You see, we've had different type of diets. Amen. The things we feed on, they can either block the seed or open a way for the seed to express itself. But friends, if we want to be the revival, then we need to get into an atmosphere, just like Mary got into an atmosphere and say, Lord, if this is what I am called to, then I want to stay in the atmosphere. I want to create a presence, amen, where you can move, where you can bring it to pass in my life, amen. It has to be 
that the diet has to change amen and for us to come into the presence of the lord and say lord i need a refilling amen i need a refilling in my life to bring that purpose to pass amen because you see the seed brother branham will say it and as the seed is the word that is on the inside of you brother branham will say you see the word it's like the mechanics but it's going to take the dynamics to quicken that word and bring it to life amen you see he said you can have an octane in your in your in your, in your car and you know have the all power and everything polished up but he said the car is not going to move them until the dynamic comes until the spark comes and and you know fires that engine and bring forth the power that will move that car amen you see you've got a seed on the inside of you the word is lying on the inside of you god has placed it there before you came but now we need to get into that presence for that dynamic amen to quicken that seed you are here for a purpose amen god has called you for a purpose god has chosen you for a purpose but we don't want to just stay and let the sea lay dormant but we want the seed to come to full maturity amen and the only way is to change that atmosphere that we've been in amen change the atmosphere on your phone change the atmosphere when you're on the computer change the atmosphere amen get yourself into a place where God can speak to you amen you see brother Brandon will speak the mess and he say hearing the voice of God he said we're living in an age that it looks like no one is hearing the voice of God anymore but friends we are called to hear the voice of God we are his bride amen and if we are his bride, we need to be in communion with the bridegroom. Amen. There is no husband and wife that have no communication going on. If that is not happening, the relationship is falling apart. Amen. And if we are in a relationship with Christ, there must be a communication going on. Amen. There must be an interaction going on. Amen. That is the only way that we will know the desire of a husband. That's the only way we'll know what he'll have us do. And he's not only going to let us know, but he's going to lead us as well. Because the Holy Ghost is here to lead us and guide us into every truth and every purpose that we have in our lives. Amen. But Abraham will continue to say a revival. He said, to revive means to bring back. Amen. To revive means to bring back. Amen. What are we supposed to bring back? Amen. We're supposed to bring back the overcoming power that we had from the beginning. We're supposed to bring back the manifestation, the revelation that we had at the beginning. See, we've just bypassed our theophany, so we don't really remember it all. But you see, that day, what the scripture was saying in the book of Job, that that day when all the morning stars, you know, shouted, shouted together on the sons of God, the sons of God sang together on the sons of God, shouted for joy. You see, you were there shouting too. You were there praising the Lord too. You were there rejoicing. Why? Because you had seen your redemption plan already. You have already seen that you are going to be in Laodicea and you are going to make it through Laodicea that you are going to overcome in Laodicea but you see you boy passed them and now you don't really remember it but you see this revival is to bring you back to that place amen where you recognize to know that I wasn't born here I was born there but just made manifested here amen that is what this revival is to do is to let you know who you are and let you step into the position and the vision that God has for you in this age. Amen. That is what this revival is to do. Amen. 
is to bring us back, amen. Bring you back to your peace, amen. Bring you back to your joy. See, the enemy has been fighting you, um, trying to bug you down, trying to shackle you down. Um, but you see, that is not really who you are. Um, you are a son of God. Um, you are a daughter of God, amen. You see, it was Shamgar run one day um, that realized that I am a son of God. Um, why should I be pushed around by the enemy? Why should I let the enemy rob me? Um, day after day, um, service after service. Um, and I said this day, He's come far, too far, and I don't want him to come any further. And he stepped on his roll and defeated those, those, those Philistines that would come and try to take his crop. And I want you to know this evening that those same enemies that are coming after you, you can stand on your ground and say, I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. You've come too far. It's time for you to go back. Amen. There is power in your word because it is not your word. It is God speaking through you brother Branham will say um, that she is him why is she him because he has come to live in you so when you speak it's not you anymore if you can get into that presence of God um, if you can hear his voice um, it's not you anymore but it is him speaking amen and that's why God is wanting to bring young people, amen. We push it all over upon the preacher. We push it all over upon the parents. But God has not pushed it all over upon the parents and the preachers. God has pushed it on you. Amen. God has pushed it on you. How old was David? Maybe David was 12 years old when he was anointed to be a king. Amen. Only 12 years old, he was anointed to be a king. He was a young man, but God had placed him in his life a purpose. Amen. He was going to make him the revival for his age. Amen. And God has already placed on you the anointing for this age. Amen. To bring forth what is on the inside of that seed. Amen. That revival. Amen. To take us back, let me say this to your church. This evening while you were sitting here, there are people that are gathered in different other places, amen. And they're having a good time, amen. See, they're getting drunk. They're getting drunk on some spirit, some natural wine, wherever they are at. And we pray, God, have mercy on your soul. But you see, we have come to a place that, you know, we, we, we need to get drunk too. Are you with me? We need to get drunk too, amen. You see, these people are having a good time. It's a Friday night. I remember in the world, Friday night was a big day. You see, they're going out. They're having their own fun. And we've gathered here in the presence of the Lord. Why should we let this moment go by, amen? Why not say, Lord, what, what, what do you have me do, amen? Do I just have to be what I am? Was there more for me, amen? If we need to get drunk on the Spirit, let me get drunk on the Spirit, amen? There are people that are on the dancing floor right now this evening. They're dancing their feet away, dancing their way to hell, maybe. I don't know. But you're sitting here in the presence of the Lord. Why can you say, Lord? I need some more joy, amen. I need some more liberty in my life. I don't want to be just what I am. I want you to move on the inside of me. I am not talking about an emotion, but I'm talking about the reality of God on the inside of your life that makes you excited by the power of God on the inside of you. Amen. 
David was a soldier. As a soldier, we know how soldiers are. You know what a soldier is. See, they are strict people and they were strange kind of people. What I tell you, when that day um, he saw the ark coming back home, um, when that day um, he saw that the word um, was being restored again, um, I tell you, David um, changed from that soldier man um, into a dancing man. Um, I tell you why he got a hold um, of the Holy Ghost. Um, there was a there was a drunkenness. There was a there was something that was coming on the inside of him, anointing him. Hey, Amen. That wasn't an emotion. As a matter of fact, his wife said, you were getting too emotional. Oh, but you see, God wasn't pleased with that. God wasn't pleased with that. He said, why is she saying so? And she remained barren. Amen. Why? Because she realized something is coming back home. The revival is coming back. Amen. And we are living in the season of the revival. The word has been restored. Amen. We ought to be the most happiest people on the face of the earth. And friends, as I said, I'm not talking about an emotion. There is a true joy. There is a true dancing of the Holy Ghost. There is a true anointing of a liberty in the church of God. Amen. And I believe as young people, it's time to loosen up. Amen. It's time to say, Lord, I'm I want to be loose. I want to be free from these shackles that have held me bound. You see, we don't have to follow after the way. Maybe we see the elderly people do, or maybe mom did, or maybe dad did. God doesn't want you to be like dad. He doesn't want you to be like mom. He wants you to be what he's called you to be. Hallelujah. Amen. It is time for us to let go. It is time for us to say, God, I'm, I want to be completely free in your presence. Use me the way you want me to be used. Amen. And let the Holy Ghost have his way. We are the revival of this age. This revival has come to stay. This revival has not come to leave. It's come to stay on the inside of you. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You see, on that day of Pentecost, you see, these disciples have been walking with Jesus. And they've been walking with Jesus for a long time. Walking with Jesus for a long time. And, and you see, Jesus, they looked at him and they, they definitely realized that definitely he's the, he's the Messiah of this age. And, and definitely the word is, is in him. As a matter of fact, you know, all the fullness of God was poured on him as Jesus was the word made flesh. Amen. And, and he was the fullness of the word and the disciples walked with him. And, and, you know, they were very happy to be his disciples. As they saw Jesus, you know, being the one, you know, just, you know, the one that being used of God. And, and surely God gave them, you know, the power to go out two by two and cast out devils and do all that. But you see, they really hadn't had a real experience, amen. And, and they were just happy to be followers of Jesus. And they perhaps thought, you know, all of our lives, this is all we're going to be. We are going to be Jesus' disciples. We're just going to follow him the rest of our life. That is all we're going to do. Amen. And you know, sometimes that's how we get as young people. Amen. We come to a place that we think, you know, what all we're going to do is we're going to follow this message. Amen. We're just going to follow this message. We're going to do what the message says. We're going to dress right. We're going to be in church. We're going to act right. We're going to talk right. We're going to follow the message because we know it is the truth. We know it is the word for the hour. You see, the disciples knew he is the truth. He is the word of the hour. And so they said, you know what? We're just going to follow follow him and sometimes that's how we get we're just going to follow the message amen but you see God hadn't called them to just follow the message 
God has placed the seed on the inside of them and it had to be magnetized or it had to be ignited to express or continue the work of the Lord. God had a bigger plan than what they had. And I want you to know that God has a bigger plan than what you have. God hasn't called you just to follow this message. God has called you to be the message. Amen. He has called you to be the word of the hour. Amen. We are not here to be just followers. We are here to be the word. We are here to be the anointed word of this hour. We are not here just to be some people sitting on a pew. We are here to be Jesus Christ. Put on flesh again. That's what we are called to be hallelujah that's what we are called to be but you said we know we're going to follow Jesus but Jesus said no that's not my plan I haven't called you just to follow me as a matter of fact Jesus would tell them you know as you speak to them you know he'll tell them you know in John in John 14 12 and say very verily I say unto you he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also and greater work than these shall he do because I go to my father so Jesus was starting to tell the disciples listen you're not just going to be followers of mine there's going to come a day that I'm going to leave this place but you're going to have to take that sword you're going to have to take that word and you're going to be the one to express me again you you see, there came a time that Elijah had to leave, amen. But when Elijah was leaving, Elisha was right there with him. He was right there with him. And when he was leaving, he knew that he was going to receive that double portion because he had requested him. And that Elisha is you. You are to receive a double portion, amen. And friends, I tell you, the prophet has left the scene, but the anointing hasn't left the scene. The God of Brother Branham hasn't left the scene. That God is still looking for a vessel that he can use. That anointing is still here. That God is still here. He's still real. But we need to yield ourselves and come into that presence and say, God, if you were here, if you need a hand, let me be the hand. If you need a voice, let me be the voice. If you need a feed, let me be the feed. Amen. This is their revival. This is your revival. This is the season. This is the hour. This is the age. Which young person will stand up for it and say, let me be the revival of this age. Amen. Let the word live in me. Let me express the word. Let me walk down the street and let them look at me and say there is something about them. There is something different about them. Oh, hallelujah. The word comes in an anointing. Amen. Wherever you go, that anointing will follow you. So as a matter of fact, God said, I have to arrange an appointment with these people. Amen. You see, I have to arrange an appointment with them because as we said, they have to carry on my work and they have to do the greater work. So he arranged an appointment with them, amen. And he arranged an appointment in a room in Jerusalem. He told him, go on to Jerusalem and wait for me there. And I will meet you there in that room, amen. And you will fill with the Holy Ghost. And, and you know, all these things will happen and gave them these promises, amen. And he said he's going to meet them in that room, amen. Why? Because he has placed a seed on the inside of them. And they were the elected people to be anointed to bring forth that seed to maturity. Amen. And it wasn't just the disciples. We know there were 120 people in the upper room. Amen. But those were the people who were anointed to say, you are the people that I'm going to anoint to bring the seed to maturity. And he said, go to that room. And I'll meet you in that room, amen. Go there and I'll meet you there. And the disciples gathered there in that room. And 
And they started to wait on him, amen. And I want you to know this evening, amen. I want you to know this evening that that room also is here. That same God is also here, amen. Because those people were to be the revival for the age. And we are to be the revival for this age. Amen. And if they had a room to go to, we ought to have a room to go to also. Amen. See, they went into that room and they came out of that room. And, and the people said, what is wrong with these people? Now I want to share something with you here. Now you all remember very much, but the Branham will have a vision of, about the three pools. Amen. Are you with me? You have a vision about the three pools, the first one, the second one, and they have a third one, amen. And in the third one, you said that he was looking on the platform and there was a little building, a wooden building on the platform, amen. And you say, he said, you know, there was kind of a prayer line being called. Amen. There was a prayer line being called and there were people that were going into that room. Amen. And the people that were going into that room were people that were afflicted. Amen. There were people that, you know, that were sick and, and they were bound by the enemy. Maybe some of them were depressed. Amen. And maybe some of them were going through my battles. Amen. Maybe some of them were having anxieties and, and there were different struggles going on in their heart and their mind. And the enemy has attacked them into a place where they couldn't let the seed come to full manifestation. Are you with me? Because you see the seed, in the seed there is healing. Amen. And when I'm talking about the seed, I'm talking about the word. And the word is on the inside of you. In that seed there is healing. In that seed there is deliverance. In that seed there is freedom. Amen. But you see these people, they were bound by the enemy. The enemy has tried to oppress that seed with afflictions. Amen. Are you with me this evening? And that's what the enemy will do, do you? And do to me. Amen. Inside of us, there's a seed of deliverance. Amen. There's a seed of liberty. There's a seed of rejoicing. But you see, the enemy will try to put things on us. Who try to put anxiety and depression and fear on us to try to stop that seed from coming to maturity. You see, that was this condition that these people had as they started to make their way into that room. Are you with me this evening? And they started to make their way into that room. And, and as they made their way into the room, we don't know what happened in the room. But they came out on the other side and, and they were different people. Amen. They came out on the other side and they were a different people. You see, that was the exact same thing that happened on the day of Pentecost. You see, those people were going in that room. They were fearful. They were coward, but the Branham will say. They were scared of the, of the Pharisees and the scribes. They were scared to die as they went to that room and they shut the doors. But when they were in that room, something started to happen in that room. Because God has promised them that they are living in the season where the seed must come to maturity. And they had to get into that room. Hallelujah. And we are living in a season where this seed must come to maturity. So we need to get into a room. Amen. There is a purpose way that vision was seen. Amen. And so they went into that room and something happened to them. And if I can say it this way, a revival happened there. The real revival happened in that room that changed your life. Now remember what a revival is. A revival is to do what? Is to bring back. And a revival is to do what as well? To revive what you already have. You see, when they were going in that room, they already had the healing. They already had a deliverance. They already had a freedom when they were going in that room. 
But when they got in that room into that presence of the Lord, um, it ignited them. It quickened that seed on the inside. It quickened the healing power. It quickened the delivering power. That they walked out on the other side, um, not the same way that they went in. And the brother Ram said in the vision that there were some people standing on the other side. They were kind of like journalists. And he said, they asked them, what happened to you in, the, in, in that room? And they said, I don't know. But what I know is that I was once bound, but now I am free. Hallelujah. That's what happens in that room. That is where the revival takes place. It is in that room. And that room is in your heart. Amen. That room is in your heart. I believe that this evening we can get so close to God. Amen. And the season that we're living in, because remember in your heart, Brother Brown will talk about it, that there are doors in your heart. Amen. There are doors in there. Amen. And these doors got certain on the inside of it. Amen. But you see, if you allow God to come into that heart and allow Him to go into every room, and to open every door instead of search and start to bring out the things that are not supposed to be there in that room. I tell you, instead of have a revival, you start to become the revival, amen. When you can step into that room, it is in your heart. Only you know what is in that heart. Only the people that went in that room knew what happened. Amen. But I want you to know that seed is in there. The potential is in there. But you need to get in that room and be sincere with God and say, God, I am coming to this room and I want you to have your way in me. I want the seed that is on the inside of me to express itself. Amen. To bring forth what is supposed to bring forth. Amen. And I believe that we can also go into that room and we can come out of that room. And the people will ask you, what happened to you? What happened to you? As they asked those disciples as they walked out of that room, what has happened to these people? Why are they talking the way they're talking? That is not your language. What has happened to them? And you know, Peter stood up that day and he said, and the people said, these people must be drunk. Yes, they were drunk, but they were drunk on another type of wine. Amen. And Peter stood up and said, no, listen, this is what was prophesied. This is what Joel said, that he was going to pour his spirit upon his children. Amen. That a young man was going to see vision and the old man were going to dream dreams and the spirit was going to pour them upon the handmaids also and I believe that we can go into that room in the same way and we can walk out of that room and they will ask you what has happened to your brother Marshall what has happened to your Ethan what has happened to your Philip and we can testify and we can say this is that this is that. This is that third pool that was promised to us in this generation. Amen. This is that. Amen. This is the reality of God. This is God who has taken the full control of my life. That is what has happened to me. When I went into that room, when I allowed him to open every door in my heart. And clear out all the channel. When I came into his presence, that is what has happened. It is that third pull. You are living in that season. It is something that's not something on a fire off. It is right here. It is already on the inside of you. That third pull is part of the seed that God put on the inside of you in this age. But it's time for you to release it. It's time for you to let go, amen. And say, God, I am here. 
this is the season that I'm giving it all. I am surrendering all. I'm open the heart and open everything to you. Come on in. Do whatever you want to do. Amen. You see, it was Isaiah. No, sorry, it was Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah, you see, he has relied on the arms of Uzziah for many years. And Uzziah has been kind of his guide or his mentor. But you see, there came a time that Uzziah went off the scene. And Isaiah was left alone. And Isaiah started to realize, I don't have what it takes. And when Isaiah realized that, you know what he did? He also went into a room. He went into the temple. And when he got into that temple, he started to pray. And God came in that temple. And he started to realize, I'm unclean, I'm undone. And there was a coal of fire that touched his lips. And then a voice came and said, who will go for me? He was cleansed. He was purged. He just got into that room. And I said, oh, he will go. I will be the revival. If you need a revival, let me be the revival. And Isaiah writes 66 books in the Bible. Brother Brandon would say that is a type of the whole entire Bible being written together. Oh, because a man got into the presence of God. A man got into that room and said, Lord, come in and clean everything in this room. I'm opening every door. I realize that there are tents in this door. There are some doors in here that I've never opened to you, but I'm opening them to deceive them. To say, come on in and clean everything. Eh? Because I want to be the revival of this age. I want to see, I want to be the turtle. I don't want to be something far off. I want to be it. I want to see it. I want to see it operating in my life. And it's not a super great town. And it's God on the inside of you. It is God on the inside of you. And I believe that we all here can say, Lord, I want to be the revival. If there is a revival in this age, let me be the revival. Let the people look at me and see Jesus on the inside of me. It was the Welsh man that day, amen. When those people came and there was a Welsh revival going on. And they were looking for, you know, where is this revival? Where is this revival? And they met this man. And he was a policeman. And they met him and they asked them, you know, we're looking for the Welsh revival. And we can't find the Welsh revival. And he said to them, you were looking at the Welsh revival. I am the Welsh revival. You see what has happened to him? He had become the word or the revival of his age and has gotten on the inside of him it wasn't something that he was just speaking about him it was something that he was leaving and we're not here just to speak about the message. We're here to live the message. But Abraham said they weren't together together just to talk about a token. But they were to be applied that token and become that token. And it will take them out of that place. And I want to encourage you this evening, young person. God is concerned about you. God is interested in you. Amen. He wants you to be the revival of this age. Amen. He hasn't called you without any purpose. There is a purpose. But we need to get into the presence of the Lord and hear his voice. And know what he will have us do. And I tell you, God has got a greater plan than what you think, amen. And that plan cannot be stopped by any enemy. That plan cannot be stopped by the depression that you're going through. That plan cannot be stopped by the anxiety that you will fight. The plan cannot be stopped by the mind battles that you have. There is nothing that is going to stop the plan of God. But you need to give yourself to him and say, God, I am yielding myself. I am giving it all. I am 
am getting into your presence. I am going to change the atmosphere from this moment on. I am going to make sure that the atmosphere is right where I can hear your voice. I have had so many voices that have spoken to me. They've told me tons. And I tell you those voices have told you only lies. They've only told you lies. When they came to condemn you, they were telling you lies. When they came to make you feel guilty, they were telling you lies. When they came to tell you that you don't have the Holy Ghost, they were telling you lies. Remember that the enemy is a lawyer. And whatever he says is a lie. And if you're battling in your mind um, that the enemy is telling you you haven't got him, it's because you've got him. But you need to press on him. You need to press your way in him and say, God, I'm, I am not satisfied here. I want more of you. Take me deeper. Amen. Take me deeper. Let me be the real revival in this age. I've come to a season. Let the clouds be moved away. Let the shackles be broken. Amen. I want my liberty. I want my freedom. Amen. It is the year of Jubilee. Amen. You had in the last young people service. It is the year of Jubilee. The trumpet has already sounded. You can go free. Don't, don't stay bound. In your mind. That is where the battle is. But let that seed um, penetrate all the way from your heart to your mind. Um, let that word um, start to be the one to fight a battle for you. That is the only thing that overcome the enemy. Put that word in your mind. Amen. When it tells you that you're doing wrong, put a word in there and say, my sins are forgiven. When he points you back to say, but last week you did that and you said that and you watched that. And you tell them I repented of it. And in this very moment, that sin is still falling. That, still is, that sin is still going down. They still haven't found the bottom. It is still falling. The moment I confessed them, God wrote pardon on them and threw it behind him. And it's going down in the sea of forgetfulness. You can't pull it out anymore. My record is clean. Um, you saw the play on Sunday um, as Dr. Grace um, took that record um, and he looked into it. Um, he said, but there is no fault. Um, there is no guilt. Um. Oh, don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy push you down. Um. Stand up and say, this is my season. This is my hour. I am called to be the revival. I am tired of them. I've been pushed around them. I am tired of them. Amen. I am stepping up. And I am taking my ground. I am taking my land. Amen. Caleb came to a point. Caleb was an old man. But he came to a point and said, I want my mountain. It doesn't matter how long it has taken. I want my mountain. It was promised to me. I want my mountain. And I am going to take that mountain. If we am 80 years old, I'm going to take that mountain. Let me say this to you, young person. Press on to your mountain. Your mountain of righteousness. Your mountain of holiness. Press on to them. Take your mountain. It is yours. God gave it to you. Oh, hallelujah. We're not here to be pushed around, church. We're here to be the sons and daughters of God. 
It is time to turn the tables around, amen. It is time to turn it around and say, no, Satan, I am the boss here. I am the one to speak here. It is not my voice, but it is the voice of my husband. It is the voice of my maker. I am the one to command here. You are not the one that commands. You are not the one to tell me what to do. I do what God has called me to do. It is the season, church. It is the season, young people. Amen. Let us not be cold. Amen. Don't be scared to be happy. Don't be scared to praise the Lord. Don't be scared to lift up your hands. Don't be scared to shout and say, glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Don't be scared to pay them. Don't worry about what other people say. We've gone past that age. Thinking of what this one thinks about me and that one thinks about me. What does your Savior think about you? When he's pressing in your heart on a service, to stand on your feet, but you say, well, but that person is going to think that. And you are the revival. You stand and open and encourage someone else. And you start a fire. You lick a fire. And the other fire licks him. And the other one licks him. You want to watch the power of God move in the service. You listen to that voice and obey that voice. And let God do the rest. Let's stop holding back. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Hallelujah. I'm trying to keep my word. And I think I don't know if I've been the message of the hour. Maybe I have been. But I want to say this to you young people. You are living in that season. Amen. Don't let the enemy push you around. Amen. Brother Branham said in the visible union of the bride of, the bride of Christ. He said, notice this character. When you, see, when you see women just go on a rampage. Just doing anything they want to do. Watch. The church is doing the same thing. Notice. But he said, but watch. When the spiritual bride... When she begins to have a revival, amen, is that when she begins to come back and line up herself with the word of God, are you with me? Line up ourselves with the word of God. He said, watch then again, you see, how the scripture at that time, there will be a message. Now, Brother Bram is speaking this in 1965. He's preaching that message. And we have received that message. And now he's saying there will be a message. He's speaking in the future times. But he said there will be a message which was going on in that moment. He said there will be a message to sweep out to catch that bride. Catch that woman elected. And you know where you are? You're sitting right under that message he spoke about and that is the message that is going to sweep you up. That is going to pack you up. That you're going to leave this place. Amen. Amen. That is that message that you are believing. It has got rapture and faith in it. Amen. It has got a body change in it. The seed in the inside of you has already the body change in it. It is only waiting for a season. It is only waiting for its time when the chariot will swing low. Oh, hallelujah. And it will step in and it will be a different person. Amen. When all the struggles will be over and the pains will be over, amen. This is that message. This is the season. This is the hour. Rise up and say, let me be the revival. Let me be the revival, Lord. No matter what it takes, let me be the revival. Come on into my heart. Let every door be open. I am going into that room. I want to come out of that room different from the way I went in. Friends, every time you come to a service, you are entering into 
into that room. Every time you get on your knees, you enter into that room. Every time you press play on the tape, you enter in that room. Every time you open your Bible, you enter in that room. And there is a potential in there. There is a power in there. That you can come out of that place not the same way you went in. Let's get into that room and become the revival of this hour. Amen. God needs some young people on fire for him. I want to be one of those young people set on fire for God. Amen. Then the people look and say, what has happened to you? I am living the third pole. I have become the third pole. The word in me. I and the word has become one. I and the bridegroom has become one. We are united. Is uniting time. Um, oh, hallelujah. Man, I got to close this evening. Oh, but the anointing is here this evening. Let me tell you, young person, don't let loose this evening. Say, God, let them not walk out of the service the same way I came in. If there is anything in my life, if there is any room in there that I haven't opened, I'm opening the door right now, Lord, because I want to be the revival. Amen. I want to be the revival. Do I need a refilling of the Holy Ghost? He's here to fill you. Friends, have made it so complicated. It is not complicated. Just surrender yourself to him. Yield yourself to him. You will receive the Holy Ghost. It is a gift. Hallelujah. It is a gift that has been given to you. Luke 11 verse 13 will say that a father, if you were to ask him for bread, he won't give you stone. Ask him for fish, he won't give you a serpent. He said, if your natural dad can do good things to you, how much more will your heavenly father give you the Holy Ghost? Give you that quickening power, that dynamic, that will quicken that seed on the inside of you. It will take that Holy Ghost. To quicken that seed. To bring it to a rapture. How many believe that this evening? Let the musicians come this evening. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. Amen. Let me be. Let me be the revival. Amen. Let me be the revival. No matter what it takes. Let me be the revival. Amen. Oh young people. Let's go to that room. Amen. There is a change in power in there. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. How many love him this evening? How many appreciate the Lord this evening? And say, Lord, you're worthy. And whatever it will take, I am yours. I am yours. I want to be the revival. If this is the season, whatever the purpose is, you know, I want to be my prayer has been, Lord, whatever the purpose you have for me in my life, I don't want to fail to fulfill even one of us. Amen. I don't want to fail to fulfill even one of us. Let me fulfill it all. No matter what it costs, no matter what it takes, let me fulfill every one of us. Amen. If you take me through the fire, I know I'm not going to be burnt. Amen. If you take me through the waters, I am not going to be drowned. Amen. Because you are the master of the wind. You are the master of the, you're the one who created them. You're the one that stopped the raging sea. There is nothing for me to fear. But all I want to do. Let's just give my life to you and say, God, take it, use it. Let it be the revival of the sage. Let it transform lives and let it be a witness to other people. Amen. Amen. Man, I don't know what song you want to sing this evening. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I just feel we just need to rejoice just a little bit this evening. Amen. 
I believe you've got the victory this evening, have you not? Amen. You've got a victory this evening. You woke up this morning, the enemy came to you, told you all sort of things, but you're here tonight. Amen. He lied to you through the whole day, but you're here tonight. You're here to give him a real good punch this evening. You can knock him out of the ring this evening and say, dumb devil, you came at the wrong time. Because I'm living in the season of my revival. Amen. And you're not going to push me around, but I'm going to push you around. The victory is yours. Amen. Just walk in and rejoice in them. Praise the Lord in them. Amen. No matter what it takes to struggle the battles, praise the Lord. He knows. He's the master of it. Hallelujah. Let's sing that to him, Brother Mark. Amen. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Yeah. 